Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels on a victory Monday. And what's that? I'm sorry, what, what is that I hear? What, what could that possibly be? That is the sound of victory, my friends. That's right. A ice cold carry the G on this victory Monday. Let's go. That is just right. How y'all doing? So good to see everybody already mixing it up in the comments. What a victory by the Packers to pull to six and six. I gotta admit, feels a little weird to be feeling so good about a team that's sitting at five hundred, but given the feelings around this team back in October. Sitting here now early December with a 500 record and a chance to make some noise and get into the playoffs, maybe even do something once they're there. It's all another world, and I'm going to enjoy every drop of it. Oh, was that a drop? Oh, I don't mind if I do. Mm, that's what I'm talking about. What a game plan. What a great job by Matt LaFleur and the offensive staff putting together the efficiency on offense, the idea of not, you know, very rarely looking for a big shot. Not a ton of deep concepts yesterday. A lot of intermediate stuff, a lot of commitment to the running game. Great work by A.J. Dillon and the guys in the backfield to make sure that they stayed ahead of the sticks and didn't get, you know, in disadvantaged situations and, and bad spots as far as needing to get back on track. Uh, I just asked Matt about that in his press conference a bit ago and I didn't really uh, go for it, but it just feels like that was the plan as far as ball control, staying on the field, leaving Mahomes on the sideline, being efficient with the football. And then obviously the big component here is ending those drives with touchdowns early, uh, which really allowed them to take control of the game, especially with the defense limiting the Chiefs to two field goals on their first two drives, which were also long, you know, steady drives. The way that this offense is operating now with A.J. Dillon as their lead back and their ability to stay ahead of the sticks and not need these big plays on third and long the way they were certainly earlier this year. Um, and it's not to say they can't overcome that. We've seen it happen. Saw it happen last night on occasion. But not having to live there, not having to try and press the issue is really serving them well. Uh, there is zero doubt in my mind we're going to continue to see that approach even when Aaron Jones does return, which who knows when that's going to be. But right now... Who would have thunk it? I was just talking about this on the radio a little bit ago. Who would have thought that when Aaron Jones went down, the Packers would find probably their best groove on offense after so many kind of months and even years of talking about how the offense is different with Aaron Jones in there. They need Aaron Jones. It completely loses its dynamic ability when he's not in there. And they have found a way of working now without Aaron Jones. And I'm excited to get him back, obviously, but – Man, it is nice to have an offense that doesn't completely fall apart when Aaron Jones isn't available. A.J. Dillon has earned himself a new contract. There is zero doubt about that. And look, no one's saying he's sitting here putting up huge numbers, but averaging four yards a carry, keeping them in good, advantageous, down and distance, that is a big part of that victory last night. And you love that Matt is able to lean into it. Great work by Jordan Love. Don't want to take anything away from him. But a lot of the work he was doing was because he didn't need to worry about overcoming third and long. He was operating in, you know, second and five, second and four, more often than not, especially early on. Kansas City made some adjustments, but by that point, the Packers were in total control of that game. 
You absolutely love to see it. Hello to everybody in the comments. So good to see everybody. Starting with John Moore with the Super Chat. Thank you a lot. Thanks so much. I know people have their opinions of Rodgers, but I just want to make it clear how thankful we should be of how he mentored love and helped him, unlike Favre did for him. Ten is the truth. Go Pack Go. No question about it, John. Uh, I actually just happened to stumble upon an old interview with Aaron from, like, man, years and years and years ago, uh, way before they drafted Jordan, where he was talking about how important it was for him to be a mentor and to help a younger generation of quarterbacks. And say what you want about whatever you want, but he absolutely kept his word on that. I mean, he was excellent with Jordan from the moment he was drafted. So I know there was a lot of drama around his leaving, but it never affected or you know made Jordan Love a part of it. And the entire time from everything I've heard and everything I've seen, um, he did with nothing but mentor him in the best possible way. So yes, very much agreed. Don Vito, what's up, man? Where does this rank in Lafleur's career? Where does this win rank in Lafleur's career? Man, you know I ain't about rankings. Uh, it's up there. It's in the convo. It's the best I got for you. I mean, it's a significant victory. There's zero doubt about it. Against Andy Reid, Super Bowl champs coming into your place on national television. And like I said, controlling the game, having a really good game plan to try and you know make sure that they don't get control kind of bleeding the clock throughout the entire game. I mean, even goes to how they're, they approached the end of the first half, which obviously disappointingly didn't end in points, but they made sure, okay, we're going to drive this field as much as we can, but we're not going to press it, and we're not going to you know, give the Chiefs even the hint of a possibility of being able to go and score before this half. Like, if anyone's going to score before halftime, it's going to be us. And that was kind of the mentality throughout the entire night. Um, it's a really good job by Matt and his, and his guys. Don Vito, thanks again, man. I'm especially impressed with the coaching staff. We looked unrecognizable a month or so ago. Now we're beating playoff teams. No Jair, Stokes, and Rasul. Yeah, I mean, you're not joking about that last part, especially. The fact that Corey Ballantyne is out there helping you lock these guys down. It's it's really good work, not just from Matt, but from Joe Barry as well. No question about it. This is a different-looking team. I think they are somewhat you know, reaping what they sowed early in the year, knowing that they weren't going to completely dumb it down for a lot of young guys. They were going to take their lumps, and God knows they certainly did, but they're starting to see the fruits of that labor. They're starting to see their patience be rewarded, and I think the Packers are going to be better off for it. Uh, what else we got here, folks? Got that one. Uh, Mike, what's going on, man? Name a street in Green Bay after Tom Clements. I mean, you, you can't say enough about the work Tom has done, both with Aaron and Jordan and to, you know, uh, an extent uh, Brett Favre back in the day. But, I mean, Tom seems to be doing uh, good work whenever he's involved. I absolutely love it. No question about it. Gary, what's up, man? We don't have a number one receiver. We have number one receivers. <laughs> I mean, it looks like Watson's kind of starting to round into that type of receiver where you're featuring him and you're running plays specifically for him in mind, with him in mind. But I do agree. They have a number of guys they can feature, and they can kind of sit – Matt can sit there as a play caller and think Jimmy's and Joe's, not X's and O's. It's not about concepts. It's about who do I want to get the ball to? Who should have the ball in their hand right now? Rather than, well, I've got a number one. I've got to feed him, or he's going to get upset. Or I need a number one because that's what you know the West Coast offense has always been about and things of that nature. Man, Corey and I used to geek, about, geek out about this all the time back in the day when they would show – 
you know, Brett Favre has completed passes to 11 different receivers. Like, that's the shit, man, when you cannot, as a defensive coordinator, go, okay, I got to make sure this guy doesn't kill me. Like, any one of these guys can kill you. You know what I mean? I mean, hell, last night, Ben Sims killed them. Them mean the Chiefs. You know, so, I love that. I love being able to mix and match and really be week to week as far as, okay, what is the opponent's scheme? How best can we attack that? What tools do we need? Oh, we need a slot receiver type who can be really kind of both running back and receiver. Well, we got Jaden Reed. We got, you know, two really bad corners on the perimeter. Well, we're going to pound the rock, and then we're going to go play action to Christian Watson on the outside. You know, we need a possession type guy who's going to get us tough yards and going to be able to leap up in the end zone and sky over some of these safeties. Well, there's Romeo Dobbs. Like, they got a lot of different ways of hurting you, and I absolutely love it. Mike, what's going on, man? Oh, I got that one. Sorry, boys. Sorry about that. Don Vito says, I hope Tom Clements is getting his credit at 1265. Oh, oh, I'm sure he is. And here's the thing. Like, remember Tom's introductory presser when he came back, you know, that year with Aaron? And he was like, I was just hanging out, drinking wine on my porch with my dog. I think he'd be fine going back to that whenever, you know? Like, I'm sure he's having a good time. He's said as much, like, watching Jordan progress and, you know, develop and get better and you certainly love the fruits of your labor you know paying off but I don't doubt for a second that you know if tomorrow they were like we're gonna go another way he'd be like cool then you go back to drinking wine with his dog on the porch watching the sun go down he's just an even killed dude what else we got here folks (laughs) pack daddy best stat from Sunday only one shot of swift well not if you were on social media there were plenty more but, yeah, I didn't even notice, actually, the, the shot they had. Doug, what's up, man? They did it. Halfway decent run game equals big success. It helps, especially not just play action, which is what you know a lot of people name, which makes a total amount of sense, but what we were talking about at the start, the ability to stay ahead of the sticks and keep your entire playbook open to you. As a play caller, as uh, the quarterback, I can't tell you how much easier it is to operate in that situation rather than, well, it's another third and 12. What do we got? It just changes everything. Kyle, what's up, man? What a game, Nag. So blessed I got to be there with my dad on a beautiful night at Lambeau, listening live on the drive home on Victory Monday. Go Pack Go. What's up, Kyle? Listening live in the car? Keep your eyes on the road and keep reaching for the stars. That's a uh, very old reference that all the blue hairs will get. Mm-hmm. Pack Daddy again. What's up? On the no-call DPI, Gary was held bigly with no call. Yeah, the the officiating. Look, I don't even dignify that shit with a response. It sucks when it goes against you. No question about it. I've been at games and seen games and covered games where the Packers got absolutely shafted. And, hell, it got shafted a couple times last night. But, ultimately, as Matt LaFleur likes to say, nobody cares. We'll we'll chalk it up. It's a W, and on we move. Vex, what's up? It's so difficult to rein in expectations when this team is so freaking awesome, but I don't know if we're a good or a hot team. They're developing into a good team. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Now, this is what Corey has always talked about on transplants this year, like when people were talking to them how, about how bad they were, including me, about how bad they were earlier this season. He kept saying, you know, well, we don't know what they are. You know, we've got the whole year ahead of us. And they are certainly developing. They're playing like a good team. They are certainly a hot team, the hot team probably in the NFL right now. What are they, four of the last five? 
won three in a row. I mean, starting to heat up, no doubt about it. But, you know, you can't really know what a team is until you get to this part of the year. And this is certainly when teams start to separate themselves. Um, but they look good to me. I'll take it. Carl, what's up, man? I don't like trashing players. I really like Campbell's style, but he looked lost yesterday. I wish they'd give McDuffie more snaps. He brings it. Yeah, I hear you, man. It It's hard not to, you know, talk about the defense and talk about some of their struggles in the run game and, and even in the short passing game where, yeah, Campbell – and look, he's coming back from an injury, so you want to have a little grace there and, and say, okay, he's probably going to have to play his way back into shape. We've seen that. But, man, yeah, it was noticeable last night. They need better from that position from Campbell. And, look, I tend to think he probably will give them better the more he plays and comes back from that injury. He's done it before. Relax. What's up, man? Bears still suck. That's an economic super chat right there. I like it. Joe, what's up, man? Packers rookie wide receivers, tight ends, 1,406 receiving yards and nine touchdowns. Lazard, Cobb, Tunyon, and Lewis, 392 yards and one TD. Moved on and made it work. Goody is smart. I mean, look, who knows what would have happened if all those guys go to different places, right? Now, obviously, a number of them, Lazard, Cobb, and Tunyon, or Lazard and Cobb, go to New York. Tunyon and Lewis go to Chicago. Some really rough offenses to be involved with, right? Um, Goody wanted to make a clean sweep. He wanted to turn the page in every way, from the quarterback to the skill position players. And he knew there would be growing pains, and he did take his lumps earlier this season. And hopefully... This development, this exciting kind of upside we've seen here over the course of the last month will continue, and they'll continue to develop and continue to grow and make great plays. But nothing's written in stone. You know, nobody's arrived yet, and, and if you ever do, you know. Uh, but, yes, you understand. I just think, I hope people kind of understand what Gutekunst was doing a little bit more now. And there's always going to be people who hate him and say he ruined any chance to get back to the Super Bowl with Rodgers by drafting Jordan Love and some of the draft selections he made, and blah, blah, blah. But he was building a core, and he was certainly ready to turn the page and build with these guys, with his group, and they're starting to make him look smart. I mean, a lot of football left to be played for all these guys. It's not, a, it's not, a, you know, not the end of the book by any stretch of the imagination. Ed, what's up? Thanksgiving was fucking great. Last night was really great. All I want now is more. <laughs> I mean, hopefully, look, they're going to play New York, and uh, that's, a, that's you know, as bad as they have looked at times this season. Still a core group that took it to the Packers last year pretty good. You know, they, they've got to bring their A game. they got to show up Monday night ready for, you know, probably a little bit of, I'm not going to say desperation, but a team that has nothing to lose. You know, the Giants are going to be what the Packers have been the last couple of weeks. You know, no one's going to expect the Giants to win that game. And uh, the Packers can't take it lightly. Brett, what's up, man? Living the Joe Barry experience is frustratingly wild. Forced one punt, one turnover, and still kept them under 20. Dare I say it, complimentary football? I mean, yeah, the name of the game is keeping points off the board, right? Whatever your misgivings and frustrations with the way they go about it, and I certainly have them. I have my own, but... They are doing the job. They are limiting scoring. And, look, if it gives you an opportunity to win football games, which they have been lately, it's hard to argue with it. Matt, what's up, man? Regarding Aaron Jones, seems somewhat similar to when Devontae would go down. LaFleur would see to come up with great game plans when not focused on one guy. I mean, that's true, but the difference is, is that has LaFleur ever focused on Aaron Jones? 
I mean, the running gag has always been that he doesn't give Aaron Jones the ball enough, right? So, but I hear what you're saying. I, I do think Matt, in his history, in Green Bay especially, has done a great job when they've been down and needed to find other ways of moving the ball and scoring points. He's almost always risen to that challenge, whether it was back in that Arizona game, whether it was going into this Detroit game. Seems to have a knack for it, no doubt about it. Porkmaster, what's up, man? I've been trying not to be so negative on Barry because he is getting results despite how he makes me feel. It's hard when he, he makes it so easy, though. Yeah, yeah. Look, every call in one way or another is somewhat sound, right? You can draw it on a whiteboard and say this is the reason we're running this play. For me, it's all about play style and how you empower your guys to play the game of football. And I just think sometimes this passive kind of way of we'll keep it all in front of you, we're going to play coverage, I just got to think that seeps into the athletes somehow in some way. And sometimes I think that rears its ugly head. But, again, can't argue with the results at the end of the day. More often than not, he's put them in position. Even on the games they've lost, he's often put them in a position to win by keeping the score where it is. And that doesn't mean there haven't been games where he has certainly led to, you know, a team drives for a winning score and you're, like, pulling your hair out, not absolving him. But more often than not, he's given them what they need to win, and that's all you can ask. Um... Sharif, what's up, man? We are ahead of schedule, which I love. Also having fun watching Green Bay East implode. One man's pain in the ass is another man's bigger pain in the ass. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. That's good. I mean, I just I just keep out of it. You know, like the Jets, I tried to tell you. We all tried to tell you. Packers fans, not even about Aaron Rodgers, just about how you run a football team. You don't run it out of desperation. It's just that's what the Jets were this summer. And now you're seeing where that leads. It's just bad, man. Ben, thanks for the super chat. So we're good now. I love it. <laughs> Economic, as always. Don Vito, what's going on? Chris Collinsworth had a Patrick Mahomes number one fan T-shirt on under his suit jacket. I'm positive of it. Yeah, okay, but... We can't, as Packers fans, sit here after 30 years of announcers basically, I was going to say something really inappropriate, but, but fawning all over Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and then turn around and get upset because, you know, there's an announcer talking about how great Pat Mahomes is. I mean, it's a television show. He is the hero, he being Pat Mahomes. He is the known star. They are always going to pump those guys up. That's just the nature of the beast, man. It is not show friends. Show business, and this is the business of entertainment. And Patrick Mahomes is a superstar. Jordan Love could be someday. I just hope we don't pump up his head like the last two guys, so he doesn't leave and you know get totally crazy. That's all. That's that's all. That's all I want on this earth before I leave. There's a Packers superstar quarterback who, at the end, doesn't go like all scorched earth on the organization. That's all I want. Andy, what's up, man? Hey, Nags, what's the word on how Devondre looked coming back? The word is he looked rusty. Rusty is the word. Accidental hero, how are you, man? I haven't seen you in a while. Gold package forced a delay of game in the red zone versus the Chargers was the season turning point. South end zone showed anything is possible. I do love, I mean love, how much uh, gold package members and uh, gold package adjacent people who maybe have family with gold package – 
seem to need that feel the need to trumpet the gold package's accomplishments to me specifically. Like, I, I understand that, yes, gold package showed up for the Chargers game. I applaud them. That's your job as a fan, by the way. That's literally the gig. Congratulations for doing your job. I'm kidding. I just love riling up gold package people. It's so fun and so easy. Doug, what's up, man? Nagler, Banky, and Pack Daddy equal legends. Pack Daddy is the man. Robert, what's up, man? Watch the game, but focused on Darnell. Dude is so soft. He's afraid to hit. Walks around. Ha ha 2.0. Robert, that's your takeaway from last night? That's your takeaway. I mean, live how you want to live, but what an odd way to consume football. I mean, it is his first game back after a, a lengthy stay on the injury list. I'm not saying, I'm just saying. And, like, look, yeah, we saw guys flying around and hitting these last couple weeks, especially last week in Detroit. So I understand you want that to continue, but, man, can we let him play a little bit before we start calling him soft? I mean, he made a couple really big tackles at the biggest start of the season. I could show you a few. Just don't understand this, man. This negativity, this desire. This is your team. This is your favorite team. A team you're a fan of. These are professional football players who go out there and end up on injury lists for weeks on end, and you're calling them soft. Just interesting, man. Just an interesting way to go about it. Um, Backcountry, what's up, man? I don't always catch you live, but I'm a binge listener on Spotify. I just want to say thank you for what you and Corey do. It makes being a fan of Michigan much easier. Go Pack Go and carry the G forever. Well, thank you so much. That's really kind of you to say thanks for joining me live, and thanks for listening on Spotify. Um, nobody picked the Chiefs in my Spotify poll, which I was very happy about. <laughs> um, but, yes, I really appreciate anybody who listens anywhere or consumes the content in any way, shape, or form, whether it's here on YouTube, on Facebook, uh, as a podcast, on any service, or maybe at Cheesehead TV, where every one of these is podcasted on our mobile app. You can listen right there, wherever, however you come to it. Thank you so much. Gary, what's up? Last night, the rest of the NFC North and major market sports media threw up in their mouths a little. They'll never be rid of us. <laughs> I think, hey, look, I, I think any major sports market, as far as, you know, the Packers having success, that's a good thing, whether their team is not or, or not. You know, it's – Packers draw eyeballs, man. The Packers are a national brand, and really they're an international brand if the Packers would ever recognize it. But they are certainly a national brand, and that helps – anybody associated with them, even other NFC North teams that are playing them. If you're a media entity, I'm not talking about the teams, the franchises themselves. Of course, they want to beat up on the Packers, no doubt. But media, like the media part, it's good for them. Trust me. Danny, what's up? Just go 1-0 and every week. Loving Matt LaFleur with a chip on his shoulder. Clearly sparked the team. Wish I made it to Green Bay for the game and the meetup next time. Well, Danny, we appreciate your membership here on YouTube, the Carry the G Club member. Uh, just go one and zero every week. I love this idea, Andy. What's up? When was the last time we've had a safety that wasn't afraid to hit, put a hit on someone? I love Owens, man. I'm gonna tell you what I can loved Owens lighting up Mahomes. Ten ten would do again, even with a bullshit penalty. I mean, I've seen three or four plays in Mahomes' career where he has like pretended like he's going to slide and then kept going and got five or eight more yards. It's like, no, 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 no. You're between the white lines. You get lit up. 
God bless Owens. That was a great football play. Even if the NFL doesn't like football anymore, that was a great play. Yes, please, more of it. Marshall, what's up, man? Revenge for giving us our only loss in 2011, LOL. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it was. It was a revenge game. I will say, speaking of revenge, I loved that Jordan Love leaned into the idea that this was a revenge game for him. He had it circled. Like, I'm sure that first start left a bad taste in his mouth, and he wanted to get back at Spagnuolo, at the Chiefs, and I think he certainly did that. Hell of a game. Ian, what's up, man? 32-year-old weirdo here. Thanks for everything you do, Nagler. Toughest matchup the rest of the way? Oh, it's got to be in Minnesota. Uh, It's got to be that Vikings game. Now, that said, doesn't matter. Got to beat the Giants, right? Giants are going to be tough. None of them are easy. But if I had to rank them, like, number one is in Minnesota against that defense. It gave them some problems last time around. Uh, Portmaster, what's going on? After Jordan's 18-year stellar career is ending in Green Bay, we're going to find out he's a flat earther. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. I need to avoid this. All right, can we just have one dude ride off into the sunset with a championship ring and good memories forever? Come Come on. Come on, Green Bay. We can do it. Dustin, what's going on? I just hope we don't play down to the next five teams. Entirely possible. This is my point. It's very different. This is what I talked about with Camille earlier today on Carry the G and MKE, which is available here on YouTube. If you haven't checked it out yet, highly encourage you to do so. It's entirely different. These last two games, they've gone in. Nobody believes in us. Playing with house money. And they've won those games. But now, that's the script for the Giants. Everyone's going to expect the Packers to win this game. How do you handle success? The next step in this development. Fascinated to find out. Um, William, thanks for the super chat. Myers had his best game of his career. Just talked about this on the radio, and I think I talked about it with Andy Herman as well. Um, I don't know if it's his best of his career, but that's the best I've seen him play in a long time. And it was something where there were certainly parts uh, in, in protection and getting worked by Chris Jones, but everybody gets worked by Chris Jones at least once in a game, right? But, man, down after down, whether it was pass pro, whether it was making things happen in the run game, he was solid as hell and getting movement and making sure shit was sorted out up front. I thought that was a really good performance from Myers. It's not something we'll probably hear a lot about because there were no, like, glaring plays where it's like, oh, my God, look at this horrible mistake he made. Like, maybe there's one or two, but for the most part, just rock solid throughout the night. I'm very much with you there. Brian, what's going on, man? Love seeing Matt LaFleur getting them fired up after. Oh, that video was awesome. It was so great. And I love Tyler using it for the walking in late to work this morning video. (laughs) Uncultured, what's going on? It was way too early to tell, but the rest of the division is starting to feel a chill go up their spine about Jordan Love. I effing like it. I mean, it can't feel good. I did see one Bears fan lamenting that they were in hell last night because... Their team is where they are, and the Packers are seemingly arrow pointed up, found their quarterback, scoring points. And Meanwhile, you know, they go into Minnesota and you can't move the ball at all, turning the ball over all night. Now they got the victory, but it's hard to believe that that regime isn't probably on thin ice. They could be turning things over again. Meanwhile, the Packers, young core, ready to work and develop and grow together, found their quarterback, who certainly seems – already to be a better, at least passer, than Justin Fields. 
yeah, I can understand why Bears fans are hating life at the moment. Oh, it's good times, good times. Never, never, never not funny when the Bears fans are miserable. Uh, <laughs> hey, Nags, what did you think of the three-man rush on that third and 22 play? Well, I don't remember a third and 22. I do remember a third and 18 where they rushed three. And I believe we have a, uh, a social video out somewhere uh, which captured my feelings. Richard, what's going on, man? Went to the game and then went straight to the work on no sleep. Totally worth it. Go, Pat, go. I'll tell you what, I am dragging. <laughs> I did not get a ton of sleep last night, and it's been a long day of doing lots of content, working between here and the stadium, and I'm ready to shut it down and have myself some more carry the G. That's correct. But, uh, yeah, I feel you there. All right, buddy. I'm going to have to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family. Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. (laughs) 